0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am in the deluxe ride of a band called No Joy. I have two members of the band here with me. I'd love it if I could get each of you to introduce yourself.
1: What's up? I'm Laura Lloyd of the famous band No Joy. Hi, I'm Jasmine.
0: Jasmine, you're so quiet compared to your bandmate.
2: I guess so. (laughs)
0: All right, I'm gonna have to move the microphone closer to you, so oh, I will that... lean in. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right, how about you tell me a little bit about this sweet ride?
2: It's a
1: rental. It's a Yukon.
2: We uh, normally don't tour this luxuriously, but you know, you gotta live a little sometimes. So
3: whoa, whoa, whoa!
2: Hold up. Wait a
1: There's, There's something I just discovered today. Check this out. It's a secret compartment behind the screen. And it's got a little USB power, but I don't know what you would use that for because there's USB inputs everywhere. There's also a DVD player above your head, uh,
2: SD card inputs, air conditioning on the seats. Wow. Your butt. Your butt can be air conditioned if you want.
0: Sometimes it needs it.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you want that. I like a good cold butt.
0: Joy, I think it's about time we play a song. I'm going to play. Everything new, by you, off your latest record, More Faithful. Before I turn on the song, I would like one of you to tell me a bit about it. The
1: actual title is Everything Nude. What? Uh, well that's what we call it. Oh. What? See oh. our music video. Oh, okay. For more details. Okay.
0: Alright. Say that I, again because I talked over you. I.
1: The title we like to refer to as, is, as, is, everything nude. <laughs>
0: to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Everything New by the band, No Joy. I have two members of the band here. We're sort of relaxing in their deluxe ride. I would love it if I could get the other member of the band, Jasmine, to talk a bit about this song.
2: About Everything nude? Um, It is a song that uh, is a very difficult tuning. So when we have to play it, I really hate it. Cause it takes me like a long time to tune all the strings. That's the most interesting thing about that
3: song.
0: <laughs> I think there's more interesting things than that. Okay, you guys, when I was doing research for this interview, the first interview that came up with you guys had this headline, Bands Should Know When They Suck.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, oh. they should. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, I guess that's true,
1: though. That, that, that has the highest like, SEO rating Where on
2: from? No joy. Where's that from? I forget. That's
1: cool, though. That's true.
2: So,
0: I thought that was hilarious. You guys would be that outspoken. So I wanted to take it. Well, first of all, I just think it's hilarious you guys would be that outspoken.
1: Why? Because we're women.
0: <laughs> no, just because it's a brassy thing to say.
1: Well, I mean, Something it's also a true thing to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I feel like I know I suck at tennis. I'm not pretending like I should be a tennis star. You know, like if you can't write a song, it's very bad you probably know it but like you can keep trying by all means i'm just saying you should be aware probably it's probably me that said that
2: maybe (laughs) maybe but like you we know when we suck yeah when it's bad we we, we go oh that's bad
0: i like it that you guys said that because you are one of those bands who's very hard on yourself you have thrown out other material that you didn't feel worked so here i want to take you into a scenario say one night a guy or girl wakes up and they realize oh no I'm the person they're talking about. I am in a band that sucks. What should that person do?
2: Probably just quit. Stop. Or like, practice. Or like, try a different kind of music. Or like, figure out why you're making music in the first place. What is it that makes you think you're good? Think about it a little bit. It's kind of like, do you watch
1: the TV show Nashville? You know, Layla Grant, the character on the show, she sucks. And then uh, she starts to get into, she has a gay husband and like starts to get into drugs. And then finally she has something to talk about and she becomes a star. That's what you should do. Get a gay
2: husband, do a lot of drugs.
0: Have a lot of tragedy in your life? Find something to talk about.
2: Find inspiration somewhere.
0: Your earlier records, No Joy, you guys were mostly known for burying the lyrics in your mixes. So it was difficult to hear about the. Changed a little bit on the latest record, so I'd love you to talk about that in the.
2: I just didn't want it to be. Uh, lyrics were not a very important thing, and the vocals were just like another instrument for us, so they were mixed the same way we'd mix the guitars. All everybody gets fair, fair game. But then you know you don't want to do the same thing over and over again, so we tried to do something that was a little different and maybe made uh, challenges a bit. And that's why the vocals are a little bit more up in this new record
0: whenever i talk to bands where the lead singer won't tell the lyrics to the band i always find that an interesting situation but that's what you used to do you've actually refused to tell the people in the band as well as the fans what those previous songs were about
2: yeah because like what the hell you want to know it's about like my dog like who cares it's it's everybody can interpret the song however they want to interpret it that's that's why sometimes i've been very disappointed where i really like a song and then i find out it's about something something else, or it didn't mean that to me, and I'd rather people just interpret however they want to interpret
0: it. So, Laura, you have to perform these songs every night. You guys never have the conversation. So, in that song, what's that one about?
1: Uh, not particularly, but sometimes I'm like, did you just say fuck? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that?
0: I would like it if you could keep your language okay. clean.
1: Okay. Did you just say the F word? And then oh, sometimes right. she'll be like, yeah. Or sometimes she'll be like, there's one song where it sounds
2: like... I can't remember what song or what it sounds like, but it, it's very it vulgar.
1: Like a... It's very, very vulgar.
2: Yeah, it sounds really vulgar. It wasn't, but it sounds it. So now I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, it was. I don't <laughs> want it. I don't care to pry.
0: All right. <laughs> I got the stink eye there.
1: That was the end of my statement. Yeah.
0: It's all good. All right, I think that we should play an older No Joy track so that people can get an idea of what we're talking about. So I'm going to give you guys a choice. Would you like me to play Lunar Phobia or... Hair Tarot Lies.
3: Whatever. Whatever
2: you want. Do you like one better than the other? They're all the same to me.
0: <laughs> the reason why I like to give the band a choice is so that then I can say, why did you want me to play that one? And then I get to sort of trick you guys into talking about your songs. You
2: could trick us though because we don't care about either one. So. Can you play both? Oh, at the same time.
0: That would be horrible for the listeners.
2: <laughs> How do you know? Maybe, it, maybe a beautiful sound will happen when you play two things at the same time.
3: Play
1: one after the
0: other. All right, I'm going to play Hair Tarot Lies. Could you tell me a little detail about that song?
1: Inspired by Deftones and Jethro Tull. Joy and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.
0: Welcome back to the interview show. This is we're in the deluxe ride of No Joy. They're playing background music for us to dance to, which will be awful and horrible for me to edit.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. I'm not here to make things easy for you.
0: I wasn't claiming that, but it's good to know. Thank you. Alright, so we just heard a song by you guys We heard Hair Tarot Lies I would love it if I could get you guys to talk a bit more About that one
1: uh, I can't even remember That was so long ago yeah. uh, It used to be called, it, The working
2: title was Western Drone Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, sounded like it, sounded a pretty country. it sounded pretty country like, Like honky tonk at first And then we went Into the studio with George Our producer he did some drop C bass inspired by White Pony, Deftones, and it turned into the song it is now.
0: Okay, so today we're talking about No Joy's latest record, More Faithful. So, as you guys have said, this record, your goal was to challenge yourselves. I would love it if Laura could talk about a way that Jasmine yep. challenged herself, and then vice versa.
1: Uh, she. Uh, well, she was open about the lyrics. And uh, she looked very uncomfortable a lot of the days in the studio. Imagine there was something going on deep down inside. I was pretty much chilling.
0: So what's a way that you were supportive to your bandmate?
1: I just kind of stayed out of it. (laughs) I mean, like, I don't want to touch the fire. But, you know, like, someone's in their zone. You don't just go and knock them out of it. Um, But I was making smoothies.
2: Yeah, maca.
1: I made a lot of, like, I was feeding everyone maca powder, which makes you horny. Oh, All right. <laughs> Which
2: like, yeah, no, that and that's the best way. If somebody would have come in and been like, "Oh, I see you're having a hard time with this," I mean, like, rub your feet. I would have told you like, "Fuck off." Ooh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I would have told you like, "Please leave me alone." Like that. She knows me well enough to know that that was not that that was the thing to do. Yeah, I just like go to the other room and I
1: would eat some maca.
0: Versa, <laughs> uh, Jasmine. What's a way that? <laughs> what is a way that Laura has challenged herself on this record?
2: Uh. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like weird guitar parts that were that are like odd time signatures and like that it, it
1: is what it is.
0: <laughs> so you've said that a lot of your songwriting growth can be attributed to access to more things. So I'd love you to talk about growth on this record in that context.
1: I think a lot of like Ghost Blonde, we recorded ourselves in our practice space, so we only had access to what we owned or what we could borrow. So in the sense that like we got to go into studio and it was like, Hey, you wanna use these maracas? Like you can not that we did but like it was just kind of anything was at our disposal and also we had like an engineer and a producer who if we didn't know how to do something and we said we wanted it they could figure out a way to make us have that
0: so laura what was one of those things
1: like there's a lot of percussion things that like we wouldn't usually do uh just like little kind of studio tricks i think it mostly comes out in um like doubling snare drum with like a like a wood block at the same time just to give it a different tone just kind of that kind of
2: we also Tricks. had a guy, Rob Lasco with us on this record, who's like an amp. He's in the Violators with Kerfile and he's like an amp genius. So he was hooking up, like, I don't even know exactly what he was doing, but he was creating, like, these, like, combos of, like, different amps that we would just send the tracks through and stuff. So there was a lot more experimenting with, like, different combinations of amps and stuff. But I don't really know what he did. But it was complicated. They definitely, they definitely had like um, the experience
1: working within a studio and understanding what sounds best in what environment. So it's like you know our amps sound good on stage, but in the studio they'd be like, you're not, you're not allowed to use your amp. <laughs> or like my guitar, which is a perfectly fine guitar. is was like, no, that's not a, that's not a studio guitar. Mm-hmm. And like, you, I can't tell you why. Why well, I can't? I, yeah. I mean, I could tell you it sounds like garbage. <laughs> Sometimes, but like, you know, it's just like those little things that they know right off the bat. So there's no dill dallying around.
0: So I think that it's time to play another track by No Joy. I am going to play Moon in My Mouth. So how about I get Laura to say a little bit about it before we hear the song. When we come back, Jasmine can tell us a bit about it too.
1: It's uh, in a strange time signature. It's hard to play. Well, it requires a lot of counting on my part. Um, I'm counting that entire song, so if you see it live, it, and I look concentrated, that's why. So so that's that. Nice.
0: interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Moon in My Mouth by a band called No Joy Off, their latest record, More Faithful. I have two members of the band here trapped in their tour van talking to me, and Jasmine, it's your turn to talk about this track.
2: This vocal, I I really like Sophie B. Hawkins, Damn I was, was Your Lover. And I really, I know it doesn't sound like that, but that's that was the inspiration. It was like just 80s pop uh, vocal. like, And I had to belt it kind of belt some stuff, which is not usually the style in the studio, so I just do all these, like, Broadway um, things that elongate your, uh, whatever your, the air going through your, whatever it was tough, it was a tough one to sing, and uh, but th- that's it
0: <laughs> It's been well documented that you guys used to write via email, I'd love you to take me through how you wrote this track
2: The moon in my mouth over email? Uh, our bass player Mike had a had this one it was named after our friend Corbin who had like a wrestling character called the great panini Um, <laughs> so he had a demo of this and then he left it with me and then he went to Europe for a month or something and I just tried to um, add stuff on top of it but like all all four of us send like even if we're in the same city we always send demos by email because I love email a lot
0: so Laura I'd love you to weigh in
2: it's sure she really likes email. So, so when
0: you guys send these snippets, do you ever send funny links or gifts with them?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's some stupid things sent around.
1: It's it's 90% stupid things, yeah. 10% business.
0: So when you were writing the song, were there any particular memes that you guys would pass around?
1: Mm. Uh, I mean, it, there's so many that it's kind of hard to tell you what we were into at that moment. Yeah. I it was probably like Room room, I'm in mum's yeah, car probably, yeah.
0: I don't even know that one Someone out there will okay last question Jasmine you've said that being a band on tour is not a fairy tale so what's one thing
2: I never, is that a I never said fairy tale <laughs> I, I highly doubt she said that verbatim <laughs> I definitely never said fairy tale but maybe that that feeling that that sentiment
0: please tell me what word you would like to use. I maybe finish the question I don't know I'm, oh, I'm not sure what the you were just talking about that being a touring band is not a fairy tale, meaning that it's difficult I think But
2: I think what I meant to say probably was that it's you're working 24 hours a day you don't get to like go home and like relax you're with the same people 24 hours a day and when you're not playing a show you're on your way to another show or on to doing something else so you're constantly working on your band 24 hours a day so it's very it can be ov-
0: overwhelming so here's the question What's a funny problem that you would have had on your first tour that would never happen now? Um,
2: Our bass player on our first or maybe early tour uh, tried to kill us a bunch of times because he was a crazy driver. So we don't have that problem anymore because he's not a bass player.
0: How do you screen for weird things like that when you hire a bass player?
1: Ooh, we've had some trials and t- tribulations, uh, but I think we finally settled on a keeper. Um, I think it's just uh, you kind of try it out and see if it works. We're pretty good at detecting very early on now, though, if it's not going to
0: work. Alright, no joy. At the end of the show, i like the guest to pick one of the tracks off their new record to play. Guys, what's the last song we should play?
1: Oh man, I only know the working titles. Uh, I was gonna say Family Guy.
2: Oh, remember nothing.
0: <laughs> so the name of the song is
2: Family Guy. <laughs> we call it Family Guy because Mike went to see the the, the Family Guy, <laughs> the Seth MacFarlane like Western movie that came out, <laughs> and he was so mad about it, he wrote the song. <laughs> so it's called Remember Nothing, but we refer to it as Family. <laughs>
0: Remember nothing, inspired by the movie A Million Ways to Die.
2: That's it. That's the one. Yeah, that's it.
0: Guys, thank you very much for being on my show.
1: Thank you for having us on your show. Thank you. Hi, my name is Laura, and I'm in a band called No Joy, and you're listening to an interview with Scott Wood.
0: (laughs) It is an interview with Scott Wood, but the show is called The the Interview Show with Scott Wood.